Hello, everybody, and welcome to Insane Rhetoric. We are so happy you decided to come and join us today. We have a great topic for you today, and we know you will love it as much as we do. So come on in and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. What up, Insane Rhetoric? What's going on? How are y'all this morning? What's going on? Whatever state of mind you are in, what's up? What's up? What's up? The world is upside down. We're trying to make it what? Right side up. Is some time foolery going on in the world? Somewhere. We know it. What's up, sister? What's going on? It's all good in the neighborhood. Mm, it's all good in the neighborhood. The Mr. Rogers neighborhood. No, my neighborhood. Oh, okay. That's good when it's all good in somebody else's neighborhood other than Mr. Rogers. Because they be going through some things in some neighborhoods these yeah. days. So, in your neighborhood, all good. It's all good to the good. Yeah. Yeah. What else is going on with you? Pele in the hospital. Who? I know a lot of people probably don't know about Pele. But Pele is one of the greatest soccer players of all time. Oh, I'm sorry, football. Oh, yeah, because it's not called soccer. It's called football. Okay, so what happened to him? He, he's a Brazilian uh, soccer player that, like, hit the stage and just, like... Blew up. Blew up. And then at some point, he became the Brazilian minister of sports. Like, he's 82 years old now. Hmm. But he in the hospital... So you can you you can go from soccer player to be Brazilian minister in a couple of years, huh? No, it didn't take a couple. <laughs> Say that's a big jump, real fast. Yeah. Uh, he in the Albert Einstein Hospital in Brazil in São Paulo. Mm. So what's 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 what is his afflictions? What's wrong with him? Did he did he fall down the steps? Break something? What did he do? Besides the fact that he just eighty two. Oh well. At, that, that's what you want to know? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, okay. They, they won this. Brazil won the World Cup with him on the team. Mm. 1958, 1962, 1970. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I just saying the thing, uh, uh, I think something flashed across my phone the other day. 
it was talking about that the United States was eliminated from the World Cup, so they must have lost for football. Yeah. I don't know where they were, I mean, what country they was in, where they was playing in, but. <clears throat> yeah, for the first time, they got a, a American female umpire. Hmm. Like they gave, they got several umpire women first from different countries mm -hmm. this year, mm -hmm. but they finally got an American one. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, she said she got she said she got her start as a water girl on her brother's team when she was wow. a little girl. Wow, that yeah. says a lot. Yeah, but anyway, Pele Pele had an infection. Infection. I don't know if he got evicted, but he had an infection. Oh, like <laughs> infection, <laughs> infection. Maybe he was trying to evict the infection. And so he had chemotherapy going on for cancer. Okay. And he got an infection. So he in there taking some antibiotics and stuff. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully he gets better. You know? He had a uh, colon cancer. He had a uh, tumor removed. Uh, in 2021, last year, mm -hmm. September. Right. <sighs> so, he in the hospital in San Paolo, and apparently the chemotherapy not working. Mm, that ain't a good thing. Yeah. So, but he in the hospital, y'all. Y'all probably don't know who he is because I'm old, but Pele would. Pele, I used, I could watch soccer when Pele was playing. It was exciting. It was riveting. I I, I still have no um, I have some nieces that play uh soccer and a couple of them that play plays uh volleyball. I just I just can't get into soccer. I guess like on the regular season but like when they going up for the championship then you know i start to watch it a little bit but like regular football i don't usually watch you know football unless a team i like is playing or either everybody's gonna start going into the playoffs where they really finna start playing playing for something and start getting eliminated but just to sit back and watch it, I don't, I don't do it. Like so, Missouri, they have, uh, they just recently built a soccer stadium, like right in the heart of downtown, and it's gonna be crazy down there because a lot of stuff happens around downtown a lot. So I was like, mm -hmm. but the stadium looks nice. It looks super nice. I, I. I I'd probably buy a ticket to go in and see it one time and never go no more. The thing I, the thing that was interesting about Pele, so like he played like up until the 70s. Uh-huh. So like one of the things that was interesting to me about him was like just like most um people who excel at what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, he came from super, 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 super poverty. Like, poverty less than poverty. Mm -hmm. Divided by poverty less than poverty. I get it. Plus poverty. I minus poverty squared. 
<laughs> you gonna you gonna throw a, a, a equation in there? <laughs> you gonna throw that equation? In there? That's a good equation though. I like that. Like, I, can't, I can't solve that one though. <laughs> nothing, I don't think anybody can. But like, I thought it was interesting. Like, I had read something on him, and it was like, um, when he learned to play, his father taught him how to play. Mm-hmm. And he like. See, see, this is the ingenious thing. People who excel at stuff, like, nothing will stop them. No. So, this boy was so poor, he couldn't afford a football, soccer ball. He couldn't afford a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. He would wrap newspaper into a sock and make it into a I'm soccer ball. ball. Mm-hmm. He would put a grapefruit into a sock, hang it from a tree, kick it. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I try to tell my students. Like, you, you know, and especially in today's world, we got a lot of people say, I can't. Mm-hmm. True. You do whatever you want to do if you really want to do it. If you really want to do it. Yep. You, you got to just decide on something. That was my problem. I couldn't decide on something. So, I agree with what you're saying because I know it to be true in my own life, you know. But some of my favorite great musicians was this way the late, great B.B. King. Exactly. The late, great B.B. King. He couldn't afford uh, a guitar at his age, you know, because he was poor. His family was poor and all that, you know, all that back backstory. This is what this guy did. He took a post and two nails, nailed the nails into the post, one on top, one on the bottom, took a piano string and wrapped it around each nail. And plucked it and got the variation of sound out of that one guitar string. And that's how he taught himself how to play lead guitar. See. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Go ahead on. But you got to see here the problem, though, like me. Like, I, yeah, I had to I, you had to figure out what, exactly what you want to do first, though. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is you want to do, just go and do it. Just go and start learning about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's why people be like, they look at me, they be like, you you don't have any experience in this, or you can't do this, or whatever. I was like, but I can do whatever I want, put my mind to do. But that's the downfall of people. That's the downfall of most corporations. They think because you don't have a certification or the experience doesn't mean that you don't know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a conversation with some people the other day, and uh, for some reason, we got on... Um, AC and DC, talking about Edison and uh, Nikolai Tesla. And uh, he was talking about the difference. I say, well, the difference was one current was consistent. The other one was not. I say they took the current that Edison, which was AC, uh, came up with and used that to use it to power the, the country. But it was very unstable. But what Tesla was doing with DC power, it was more <laughs> stable and it was more efficient 
but they didn't want that because it was too efficient, you know. And being that he was a a, a, a what was he a German guy at the time, you know, in in a country of um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right, you wrong because you ain't from her situations, you know. They they went on and went with Edison, you know, and 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 truth be told, Tesla was twelve times smarter than Edison. Yeah. <laughs> Truth be told. I mean, so I mean you can you can somebody they were just asking me about like they so in that conversation, quantum physics came up. And I was like, This is how this works in quantum physics. And they was looking like, You understand quantum physics? I understand the science behind quantum physics, but that's not something that I study all the time. I understand the science of it, but not all the applications of it. You can know information about something and don't know how it all works. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's it's just whatever you want to get into, whatever you desire to desire to do, then just go ahead and do it. Yeah. That's the craziness that people need to just I don't know. And kids, they they always say I can't. I was like, oh. I don't know. That's that's because their parents say that. That's what. Where you think they get it from? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you have a when you have a broken mentality, when you have a broken mentality and a and a poor poor way of thinking, you know the difference is I'm I'm sure that you had somebody in your life that poured into you if the other parent did not. But you had somebody that poured into you and said that you can do this or you can do that. And then you took that and ran with it. You think about some people who don't have no type of constructive criticism for their kids. They always telling them what they cannot do. And then they adopt that ideology. And then the reason they put that in them, because somebody told them that and they never got over it. So, I mean, it's just like a... Like the Bible said, generational curse. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nick Cannon in the hospital, too, though. What's wrong with him? <laughs> he got pneumonia. That's probably because he's been having so many babies. You get pneumonia when he had a baby? You know, he didn't I mean. have the baby that women did. I mean, but she, where did the where where did the seed come from? The seed of the man. You you constantly getting them off like that, buddy. Back to back, <laughs> you get cold. <laughs> getting them on, you get the flu or something. I don't. <laughs> you just you producing too many. You gotta you gotta have a limit, my nigga. <laughs> you gotta have a limit. I didn't know he had lupus. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I knew that for a long time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He was at Master Square Garden and then he just passed out. Mm-hmm. He yeah. got 11 kids. He want, he's missing one. If he get one more, then he had a 12 tribes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he thought his own 12 tribes. But it just seemed like last year we was reporting that he had like seven. He got four more already. 
I guess because they keep having twins. The children keep having, the women keep having twins. Is that? Yeah, probably so. Because he's, he's a twin kid, so he, he's a, he, he makes twins, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, yeah. I didn't know we was up to 11. Man, look. You know what? I think we ought to start a, uh, which got it a bet thing. Mm-hmm. See how when it get to twenty. How long it take him to get to twenty? At this yeah. rate, it won't take him long. <laughs> yeah, he over halfway now. Right, he over halfway there. Hey. You put eleven on. You put another eleven on top of that eleven. That's twenty-two. It <laughs> <laughs> sure like. I don't know. I don't know. So my, listen, my patience ain't that good for no many kids. This is what he said in his uh in his little tweet. He said, "Okay, so I guess I'm not Superman. I promised myself I would never be back at this place again. But this is a great lesson to take care of you, or you won't be able to take care of anyone, everyone else. Don't trip, though, huh?" I say that all the time, don't you? you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of nobody. Well, you get company, little Nick Cannon. He say, don't trip, though. I don't need any well wishes or prayers. Just some solid rest, and I'll be back on the journey to becoming stronger than ever. It's just pneumonia. Nothing I can't handle. Crazy thing is, last night, we was just rocking a sold-out crowd at Madison Square Garden in front of thousands of fans. Now I'm all alone in a tiny hospital room. Life is definitely a roller coaster. Hashtag lupus warrior. Well, let me let my kids that then women won't bring them to the house, bring the babies to the hospital. They got no, he got pneumonia. You know what I'm saying? Daddy suffering with pneumonia. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's crazy. Like, I remember, man, Mark, I, I, I think he's doing good. I think he's doing good because, and he's at, what, he said he's 42? He's he 42? I don't know how old he is. Is he, is he still in the 30s? I don't know how old he is. Oh, the 12th child is on the way, child. Oh well, we 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 make it we making headway already. <laughs> we making headway already. I don't know how old it is, but like I knew somebody that was very dear to me in my life who had lupus, and I watched her go through it. You know, um, that's a debilitating disease. And in some people, it had it happens fast. Like for him to be doing all the things that he's doing with lupus says a lot, you know. And I guess it affects people or men and women different. I had a cousin who suffered with lupus, and man, it was just hard. I seen her before she was freaking thirty. Anything. She started walking around with her oxygen tank and different things. And it was just hard to see her like that. And then, but one thing I could just say about my little cousin at that time, 
she had crazy tenacity because she was like, she didn't let nothing stop her from what she wanted to do. She didn't let her stop. That didn't stop her at all. She wanted to get out and go, even though it was against people's wishes because they were just trying to keep her healthy. She was like, I can't live life like this. And she would get out and just go do what she she wanted to do. And she has a sister that was just phenomenal, you know, with 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 her and her dad also. I mean, so for Nick Cannon to be out doing the things that he's doing and it's not affecting him like that is amazing in itself because lupus is bad. It's about as bad as sickle cell. You know what I'm saying? Because sickle cell, I know some people with sickle cell. It's just like, man, that, man, you talking about some pain, somebody has some pain, it's crazy. It is crazy. So, I mean, shouts out to Nick Cannon, too. Hey, if you get on up out of there without pneumonia no more, man, hey, full power to you. Get back to your, get back to your, 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 uh, your square and do what you do. Hey, more power to you. Yeah, that's kind of like, I don't know. So, yeah. He uh he in the hospital. Mm, yeah. We didn't already we we all have visited there before one time or another for something. <laughs> so it ain't it ain't that new. Shoot. It happens. We go. Yeah. Okay, so he in the hospital with lupus. Pele, um, well, no, he got no. He don't have lupus. He have a pneumonia. Pele got antibiotics going on over there in his hospital. Now listen, y'all. What Ricky Smiley say? We gotta solicit the prayer warriors. (laughs) Okay. The, The prayer warriors need to come out, right? Pray hard, pray hard, pray hard. So we've been to New York with Nick Cannon. We've been to San Paulo, uh, Brazil with with uh, Pele. Okay, now we're going to go on over to Wisconsin. Milwaukee? Uh, is it Milwaukee, Wisconsin? This, yeah, this is so sad. This is sad. Okay. It's kind of what we've been talking about, though. A 44-year-old woman named Kiana Mann in Milwaukee. It, okay, every time I hear about Milwaukee, I don't know what it is, but y'all know I have a song about everything. And so every time I the word Milwaukee was, you know, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, whenever they come up, I think about Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> I don't even remember that same song, but if you start singing it, I bet I could finish it. Shlamil, Shlamazel, Hasselbeck <laughs> Incorporated. Okay. They used to be that doing thing. it our way. Oh. Yeah, okay. that's it. I remember that. I remember. That. I I, I forgot about Laverne Shirley. That show, that show was crazy. Them two white women were crazy. 
Okay, but so so what I'm about to report to y'all is not funny, but what's funny is that I just if I hear Miss Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I think of Laverne and Shirley. But this lady, her name is Kiana Mann, forty-four years old. Y'all, she got shot in the eye. Okay, let me say it without my Texas accent. She got shot in the eye. Oh, Lord. Not the eye. But... <laughs> Ooh. She got shot in the eye. Oh. At close range. In her house. By her son. Her name is Kiana Mann. They're not not releasing his name because of his age. But anybody out there, if y'all know Kiana Mann from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you know who her son is. Son is right. Okay. He tried to hide the gun first. Then he told his older sister, and that their mama was dead, and the sister was the one that called nine one one. Now, the boy. Here's the thing. The boy is ten years old. And after he killed his mama, he logged into his mother's Amazon account. To buy what he was want, trying to get. Okay, so listen. It was about seven o'clock in the morning. He went to her locked gun safe. 10-year-old boy. He went, she was doing what she's supposed to do. The gun was locked up. Now allegedly he told he told the detectives that he took the gun because he was angry that she had awakened him 30 minutes early. And because he was upset that she wouldn't let him buy a a gaming headset, a virtual reality headset. So he shot in the eye. Okay, eye. And then he logged into her Amazon account. And bought the headset. Man, he ain't gonna be able to get it before he go to jail. <laughs> that was a wasted purchase because they ain't gonna let you have it when you go to jail. And now I can understand why they're charging him as an adult because the way that story is set up and and speaking in that article, that's premeditated murder, sir. That's premeditated murder. So initially he told the police that he did it by accident. So they let him stay at home, you know, with his family that because he's 10 years old and it was an accident. But I guess, you know, after the family, because they, you know, you, you know, we know our kids. We know our kids. We know our family members. For the most part, we do. So after they got to talking to him or whatever, they called the police back. And said that he had actually, his aunt said, now he aimed the gun at his mama. 
So the hey, the fa- the 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 family turns state's evidence on the freaking nephew. Yeah. Well, I mean, say la vie. Ain't nothing you can do about that, sir. You finna go to jail. They gonna put you in juvenile. They gonna put you in juvenile until you're about eighteen. And then he gonna learn some more bad stuff up in there. Yep, and then when you get out of there, they gonna send you off to uh probably a holding cell somewhere in the county of wherever Milwaukee until they find out what prison they gonna transfer you to for the rest of your days. And then the killing part is you ten years old, they might hand you twenty five and let you out to keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cause he ain't gonna stay in there all his life. Cause he's ten, you know what I'm saying, and I don't know if uh Milwaukee's juvenile, and I don't think no juvenile does run time like that, knowing that you're going, you're already charged for murder. I don't think because the juvenile record usually is wiped out when you're eighteen. Then when they send you off, that's when your record actually starts. So I don't know how that's gonna work in Milwaukee. I don't. I would have to go back and check the the book on that. So, cause that, cause if he if he did the time and they start counting his time while he was in juvenile up until the time that he went to to prison, he would probably only do ten years. Cause I know for a fact that most states carry a murder charge is twenty five years to start. So, unless you're trying to go assassinate the president of the United States or some type of dignitary, then they'll pretty much stack whatever type of time on you that they want to stack on you. But usually, 25 <laughs> years to start, you're going to do 25. And then, okay. like, in the state, like I say, you when it, when it runs, because the calendar is so different in the state, six months give you a year. You know what I'm saying? You do six months, that's a year in the state. But fed time is a little, it's a lot different. You're gonna do eighty five percent of the time, period. So his family has reported now to the detectives that the child has had rage issues. That's that's the term they use. Rage issues his whole life. Now his whole life ain't but ten years. That's because somebody just slapped the hell out of him. At four years old, the boy allegedly held his puppy by the tail and whirled him around until the dog whined and howled in pain. He also allegedly started a fire in the home by filling a balloon with flammable liquid and setting it aflame. He been on YouTube. <laughs> I four year old know this. Well, this is what he's been doing since he since he was four. Like, so for this one, like, like, how how do you know? He graduated from holding a dog's tail to going to. (laughs) So I don't know how old he was when he did the balloon. But like, like, but even though, how do you know that unless you able to get on something and research? First of all, a flammable balloon that means you got to have something like helium. And helium is not combustible, so you, you put got some kind of liquid in there. That's, and, that's, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so then 
another family member told the investigators that the baby, this baby have, quote, five different imaginary people that talk to him. These imaginary people are described as two sisters, an old lady, and two men. It sound like he he it sound like he crazy. It sound like he crazy to me. Sound like he a killer. He was a killer in the making. Maybe 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 this is the first natural born killer. His his <laughs> his he got a therapist. I'm sure. He he got a therapist who who gave his mama a diagnosis that read concerning. And that led his mama to place cameras around the house. Hmm. Listen, in the article it says someone unplugged the cameras before the shooting. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry to be laughing. But... Like, if you already knew the signs, why you didn't shoot them off to a mental institution? If you getting, if they, if you getting, listen, man, and and I I understand kids because I have one, you know what I'm saying, and and my co-hosts have a, a couple, three, few, no more than three. <laughs> Not like Nick Cannon. We, we ain't saw no young tribes around here. But um, <laughs> um, if I have a concern with one of my children that they they are uh, loosely unstable, they can't stay in my house. They got to go somewhere. They got to get some help. Because, mm, yeah, that's probably just not going to go away uh, just talking to Big Mama. Well, Big Mama said uh, like, they caught with grandmother, child's grandmother, Loretha, L U E R I T H A, Loretha. Mm -hmm. She said that he always said that he hears voices. We tried helping him. All of us, everybody that knows uh, the mama, even her church people, we all tried helping her with him because. We knew he had a mental illness. Yeah, well. <sighs> now, his mama, she worked in behavioral health. And she didn't recognize it? She had four children all together. And she didn't recognize that her kid had a problem? Oh, by the way, they got a fund me, GoFundMe page to help her. I, I'm going back to the mama, and you you work in uh, kids' behavior, and you didn't recognize that your own kid had some some mental challenges. They knew he had some challenges, and they they was all trying to. His tribe was trying to. Her tribe, her village was trying to help. Oh, okay. So he's been charged with first degree reckless homicide. Uh, first degree reckless homicide. And he's being held on a $50,000 bond. He faces up to 60 years in prison. So he's 10 now. 
60 years, he'll be 70 years if they give him the max. He'll be 70 years old when he get out of it. Mm-hmm. But, but he'll still be hearing voices if they don't medicate. Well, it's, it, it, it sounds like to me, I don't know what the insanity law is in Wisconsin. It sounds to me like he, he'll be better off going into a mental institution because if anything break out in the prison... He ain't gonna make seventy, and then when they find out what he's there for, it's gonna be a little. Well, the Milwaukee Police Department, or you know, they remind the people to keep their firearms secured with a gun lock and out of the reach of children. Yeah, that don't, that don't mean nothing, man. He. That don't mean nothing. Yeah. That's that's just like that's just that's just cliche. That don't mean nothing to nobody. Oh. I'm just trying to figure out, man. Like Oh, that was six months ago that he filled a that he filled a balloon with a flammable liquid. It caused a sectional and a car and a piece of the carpet in their home to catch a fire. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was going to be a science major. The, the cameras were unplugged two weeks ago. That dude knew what he was doing is what it uh is what it what it what it sound like to me. The family members say they feel bad for not stepping in sooner because they knew something was going on. I wanna know why he knew her uh Amazon account. How did he know how to log how did a ten year old know how to log into his mama's Amazon account? Easy. That's a come on, that's a cakewalk. Man, you got kids out here that, that, that the first thing you give your kid nowadays is a phone or a tablet. They can work their phone or a tablet better than you can. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's all you got to do is see that once or twice and you got that. You know what I'm saying? And especially, think about it. Nine times out of ten, the card is already on file. <laughs> you ain't got to put the card on file. So like Amazon, you you just put this put your uh set up your account, keep a card on file, and then when you want to buy something, just go search for what you want. But how do you know the login credentials? Stay logged in. So if you stay logged in, you ain't gotta have you ain't gotta put nothing in. That's all you gotta do is go search for what you want to click the button. <laughs> well, he go he he going to he go in the court right after the election in Georgia. So mm-hmm. look, but the boy grandmother say that the the boy told her, "I'm sorry for killing my mom." But then he asked, "Did his Amazon package come?" <laughs> that that shows you he got a bit of pride. He did it on purpose. 
Yeah, he, like that's why I say is 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 crazy. So, uh, reckless uh endangerment, first degree reckless endangerment. Uh, the article nine four point zero two, first degree of reckless homicide. Whoever recklessly causes the death of another human being under the circumstances which shall utterly disregard for human life is guilty of a class B felony. Well, you know, so there we go. He's a felon at 10. Yep. He and just all them five people that he hear in his head, they felons too? Yeah. You got to take them with him. It's probably one of them that told him how to do it. Probably. Listen, I used to I used to have a cousin. I don't I don't even know if he's still alive, but he was still on my he was on my dad's side, and like he he witnessed a gruesome murder murder and rape of his sister, and from that point fell off the deep end, which is understandable, and he was just creepy after that you know what i'm saying he was always lettering in the shadows and different things it was just like he he was always intoxicated and like eh, like nobody really trusted him <laughs> you know what i'm saying you gotta you gotta stay in the daylight make sure you don't pop out the shadows and try to grab you or something you know like it's just it was just crazy you know what i'm saying did but, he become a rapist I don't know if he became a rapist or not. Oh. Not about that part. I'm just saying he was like when he when he seen that, and the killing part was that it was his best friend who did it. Oh wow. Yeah. So it it was it made him go well off the deep end. I don't even know if he's still alive, you know, but he probably is. Somewhere in some some place. Well, Milwaukee is Milwaukee County, so mm. whatever they. <sighs> I just think it's sad. Ten years old, he's got multiple personalities. That 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 plays a part in in, in what I used to think. Uh, like so, I don't believe that anybody is born as a natural born killer i think that that behavior is learned but then like with a 10 year old kind of big differ like where did you pick that up from you know what i'm saying like well where did jim jones pick it up from because jim jones was doing the same stuff he was doing that same kind of stuff that's what i'm saying so i'm like i don't i don't know like am i and i am i looking at it like Maybe it's possible for a person to be just had those DNA traits in them, you know, because normally you wouldn't think of no, no, no kid 10 years old doing nothing like that just to be, be talking to five, six folks in their head. I get imaginary friends sometimes, but then you grow out of that. That has a certain age limit. If you, Nine, ten, and talking about you have an imaginary friend. Now we gotta have a talk. That's that's ten, eleven. We no, no. Maybe maybe at four and five. Okay, but not no eleven, 
10, 11, 12. No. If you're talking about somebody talking to you in your head, you, there, there's a problem. So, I don't know. Yeah, so, but I, According I, I, to those movies about that were taken from True Life events about uh, multiple um, personalities, mm-hmm. like the one a lot of people know about. Well, people today might not know about it, but Sybil. And then like there was one in the 50s called uh, The Three Faces of Eve. Mm. Okay. And so, and then, uh, what's her name? Did one too? Uh, Halle Berry. Frankie and Johnny. Mm. Okay. So, but according to, you know, and then there was another movie too, but anyway, according to these movies where they were taken from or inspired by real life events, mm-hmm. you know, real people's lives. According to that, something there was some trauma. There was some trauma that happened. Like, I believe uh, the three faces of Eve. Um, there was there was abuse in the home. The dad was. You know, not such a, he was a kind of a surly kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And she would hide under the house and, and, um, then she would make up these, she would make up these, these identities of, you know, imaginary friends mm-hmm. who would help her through this trauma. Okay. Okay. So there was her this scared child, but then there's this boy who protects her. Gotcha. And then there's this, you know, that kind of woman who is loose and fancy free, who 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 allows her to release her inhibition. Gotcha. Uh... You got your hand raised up. You asking for a friend? Why you got your hand raised up? <laughs> Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, I'm just listening because I just, I just want to know. Just, just inquiry, inquiry minds want to know. So, I guess. So I don't know. I so mean, I don't I gotta, know enough about it. Now I got to be on the lookout for ten year old kids that got complex problems. So okay, I can't <laughs> tell. Okay, y'all, I, 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 I'm not gonna tell y'all everything, but I work with this little girl. And, you know, we're teaching her how to read. And so I went to her class to go get, you know, go get her so I could help her with her reading. And the girl said she was, you know, she was kind of fit. She she was kind of out of herself. You know, she, she wasn't, you know, she wasn't her normal little kind of smiley self. And, you know, and then, you know, that's what you do. You know, you like, you like, Hi, you go pick them up. You be like, "Hey kids, how was your how 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 was your evening? How did you have a good day last? Did you have a good day yesterday? Like you know, like mm-hmm. okay, casual conversation, right?" And she started in on all this stuff that was bothering her, and then by the time we got to my you know back to my classroom, and she, and then she said, "Well." 
and she was popping, you know, she's a black little girl, so she was popping her head and stuff. And she was like, well, Miss, did she call my name? Miss, Cause I got, I can't, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I really gotta focus. I really gotta focus, Miss. And I was like, okay, well, why? She's like, cause, cause I have anger issues. <laughs> At least she know it. So I said, I, I stopped. One of the other little girls kind of looked at her, and so I said, oh, you, you have anger issues. She said, hmm. And so I said, well, baby, how you know you got anger issues? Who told you that? She say, uh, my doctor and, <laughs> and, my, and my mama. Mm. So, so I just thought it was really, really interesting that at 10, Again, she's 10, and she could uh, articulate to me that she had anger issues. So why do these kids have anger issues? Why are they being diagnosed with anger issues? Now you you got me thinking about something, because now I'm looking at it like this. What's the the statistics of young blacks being diagnosed with anger issues against white Caucasian, young white Caucasians? If that number is high in blacks, then I got a problem because you, I think now you're trying to just pull the wool over somebody eyes and say, this is how we're going to lock them up for the future. Because they think different than most people. So now 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 I gotta go look for some information on on some stuff like that because I don't I don't I can't believe that kids under ten and that ten and under you talking about they got anger issues. It's like, you know, the thing that we was talking about with um um what is it? ADD and ADHD and all those things, they classified blacks, black kids with all that so they would put a ban on them and have them have an IEP before they even reach high school. So some of that stuff I don't really agree with. Some of it I do, but it just depends on the circumstances and the and the kid in question. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I. <clears throat> but does she really have angry issues? Cause she's. I, don't I know. mean, I, I don't or, know or, or did or did that or did that give her license to become angry all the time? Yeah, and that's and that's what I'm saying. That's what I want to know. That, like, I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you because, like I say, if you tell a kid something, they're tape recorders. They're going to act and play back what you tell them. So if you're telling you got an anger problem all the time and it could be something that the mama or daddy can have a patience problem. They don't have no patience with the kid. 
And then you try to put it on the kid and say, well, you got an anger problem because you ain't listening to what I'm telling you. Maybe you got a patience problem because you ain't taking the time with the kid. So I I can't, I definitely ain't finna blame the kid all the time. Now, one in a million, like, oh, okay, you, we we see that you need some drastic help. You know, you you tried to stab your pillow or you're practicing for something else. Like, <laughs> You you gotta you gotta we gotta get you some help, but just all the time. That's why I say I would want to know the statistics between that because I just don't agree with that. I don't I don't see that at all. I don't see that you know every every black and brown kid in society has a mental problem or a learning disorder or or attention disorder or whatever the rest of the freaking acronyms are. I don't see that at all. If you're saying 85% of them are like that and then the other 20% are not, no. Okay, that 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 tells me you're doing something different. Well, there was a study where they hired um a bunch of child actors, black and white, and they studied um because they were trying to study the emotion in kids. And they hired them to make different types of faces. And they put them in front of teachers. And the study showed it was 178 prospective teachers from three different training programs in the Southeast. And they were shown 72 short video clips of child actors' facial expressions. They were asked to identify the emotion being displayed. These video clips included black and white students, male and female students. So that's that that was the, what the study was, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, so overall, what the researchers found was that the teachers were more accurate in identifying the facial expressions of girls than boys. Okay, mm -hmm. they could they could see a girl and her expression and do that more accurately than they see a boy, mm -hmm. white or black. Mm. Okay. Then the teacher's emotional evaluations also tended to be more accurate for white girls than black girls, angry black female syndrome. While being now, they were accurate, so they could do girls better than they could do boys, mm -hmm. but they could do white girls better than they could do black girls. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they were, oddly enough, they were more accurate in black boys than they were in white boys. But to me, that makes sense. Because in all the corporate jobs I've had, white boys are good at shielding how they really feel. Feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, and I can see that, too, because black guys nine times out of ten of what they who they are and what they 
people have come through are not going to show. They go, they're going to show how they feel right out the gate. Like, forget you. You know what I'm saying? They're going to, mm-hmm. because you didn't came through more stuff than the white boy. I mean, it, I get it. That makes sense. It makes total sense. So now like, they also observed anger, bias against the black students when it came to anger. Bias against black students when it came to anger. So they assessed expressions, then anger. Okay. 1.16 times more likely to mistake a black boy's facial expressions for anger than a white boy's. I see that. Mm-hmm. I see that happening every day. The boy not necessarily angry. He might be frustrated, but not necessarily angry. Mm-hmm. And somebody I, tell him he got a bad attitude while he angry. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's crazy because I do that all the time. Like, I be around people like, they be like, what's your mother for? I ain't moving, I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> like you know, why are you upset? I'm not upset. I'm processing something. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I get that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I have it ain't an anger thing. I'm just in thought about something. Yeah. You're like <laughs> what? They said that one point seven four times participants were one point seven four times more likely to mistake a black girl's facial expression for anger. So one point one six times more likely for a black boy. 1.74 for a girl. Mm. Black girl. Yeah. Then mm. white girls. Mm. Boys of both races were misperceived as angry more often than black or white girls. Mm. That's crazy. Well, welcome to the adult sesame street. We work wonders here. <laughs> Stop judging people by their looks and their facial expressions, because it'll get you nowhere. So, so, so the angry black man, the angry white, the angry black man, the angry black female uh, misconception is a real thing, y'all. It's been studied. When we telling y'all to stop treating us like an angry black woman, that's what you need to do. Because when we telling y'all we're not angry, we just processing or mm-hmm. we don't feel like smiling a big old cheesy smile today. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's really what it is. It's like, I, I think that's a jackass that walks around smiling about everything all day, every day. You know, like, like no, no, life is not that straight ahead. You know what I'm saying? When we're te- when we're speaking straightforward <clears throat> to you and just saying what it is, whatever, answering your question or whatever, stop saying we we mad at you. Right, like that, and that's and that's a self esteem problem. You think somebody always trying to jump on you or or, or be angry with you, or you think that we even flat out care about you like that? Like man, nah, we just. We just going through the process of walking and thinking about what we need to do to get out of the, some of the situations that we are in. 
You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be. If you're at your job, you're trying to figure out how to make your job easy and get along with people and stay the hell out the way of craziness. Like Karen. You know? <laughs> uh, and yeah, this is considered, this this phenomenon is is what systemic racism is. They, absolutely. On all levels. Absolutely. Uh, so... But in this case, little Mr. Man, that's his last name, I think. Uh, well, he was just playing those, seeing a b- bunch of personalities. So, and y'all just let that slide. White people, yeah. y'all just let that slide. But you know what, though? Like, so, uh, I had an uncle, and he dealt with uh, depression. On on a uh, on a very heavy level, like um he he was a smart individual. He graduated from BYU, graduated from Harvard, and he was a writer. And he was telling me when we were sitting down talking, he was like, "You say that depression is." is not learned is something that's like in your DNA. And I was like I was like I, I'm listening to this perspective and I'm like, yeah, he say it's it's in your DNA. And I was like, okay. And then he said something that kind of shocked me when we was talking. He was like, he say, as bright as you are and smart as you are, nephew, I I'm surprised that you don't deal with that also, and then I found out I went and read somewhere about uh, depression. It acts like not to the physical thing, but it acts like epilepsy because he said that it can actually skip a generation. And you might not get it, but the next person that comes through, you might have it. And I found that amazing because my daughter deals with some of that sometimes. And I was just like, it it was just what he was saying to me at the time. It was, it was just like, nah, I was like, nah, I don't have them type of issues. But yeah. he said that sometimes it can skip a generation. And I noticed it with my daughter and the way that she deals with certain things and how she goes down into shutdown mode about a lot of things. And the funny thing about that is like I under I, I ain't gonna say I understand the ins and outs of depression because I don't, but I just read about different things. And my uncle actually was in a state of depression for twenty years that he had no interaction with his family, just his wife, and didn't want no phone calls, didn't want nobody to come see him, nothing. Won't go in and out the house. But then I found out about depression. There's a high and low side of depression. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The the low side is where you you don't want to be bothered. But on the high side of that is, 
where you can get up and you can actually be functioning. You got so much energy. You trying to take over the world on the high side. And that's when I learned about that. Uh, that's why they need to be medicated to bring some balance to that. You know what I'm saying? To try to keep them even. And one thing I, I, I just really learned, learned that from him directly. And he, he told me about, uh, about the name of this book who was a medical doctor and she was a manic depressant. She wrote this book called Touched by Fire, which deals with how she had to handle um, being in a depressed state, but yet being so volatile in, in, in her job and doing what she needs to do to get things done. So it, it was an amazing book. I mean, it's like, I, I just, it, it helped me understand better. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, mental illness is hereditary. Yeah. So, maybe this boy with these multiple personalities and skipped a couple of generations, or maybe you know they had somebody else in the family that was like that, but that was crazy. Uncle John, they come to the to the he come to the family dinners, mm -hmm. and they didn't know he had schizophrenia or mm -hmm. multiple personalities or manic depression or like yeah yeah i mean right. um, I, I i think like like really like i think a task force needs to be formed concerning police and for his mental illness because in in some of the latest episodes that we did we have done we have figured out that a lot of people were shot dead mainly black people <laughs> and killed behind something that the police didn't understand they think deemed it as a threat but not knowing that this person had a mental issue happening and with that uh i think Something needs to happen where police needs to go out and maybe get a chance to talk to the people or another task force other than the police that works with the police go and find out are they having mental issues before you just start shooting people down in the street. Because we didn't have several, several shows where we talked about uh, people was killed by the police because they thought they were a threat, but they was probably on a th only a threat to themselves because they had they was dealing with some mental uncertainties about themselves. Yeah. Well, we we probably need to go on over to Houston. Oh Lord. Texas, our Texas. All hell the mighty stay. See how yeah. decrescendo. Do you see that decrescendo? Decrescendo in there. <laughs> okay, that means fade out. Yes, fade out. <laughs> okay. So, they found a man dead inside of a rental house. <sighs> inside of a rental house. So this, this is vaguely familiar. There was a black man in Florida dragging by a construction house and went in and just to see 
what was going on with the construction and didn't take nothing out of the house and he wind up on a stretcher. And it wasn't a stretcher where you could view his face. So how is this one gonna turn out? Well gunshot wound to the head, pronounced dead on the scene, but they believe investigators believe that there was some sort of party or gathering that took place at the home. Mm-hmm. And they can't figure out, like, you know, what led to it. Yeah. We had a lady here in Houston. We just reported, we talked about this lady here in Houston. Went with her ex, went over to her ex-boyfriend slash baby daddy house to do a child exchange. Her new boyfriend shot three people. That happened, what, last year too, somewhere else? No, that that was recently, sister. We were just covering that article like last week. Okay. Yeah, we were covering that one like last week. I don't know what this is, y'all going to these parties. Takeoff was at the party, at the place partying. At the bowling alley party. Okay, what's, yeah, maybe we need to stop going to parties here in Houston. Then you need to stop going to parties everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I mean, cause like, this is my thing. How you gonna bring your drama to somebody else's celebration? What's that that's, arguing that's, about? That's, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, if you got drama and beef with somebody, don't come over here to my crib and try to go giant blaze on everybody and, and, and shoot up everything and then y'all y'all with these bad aims don't don't hit who you need to hit and then you want to run out the door like ain't nobody seeing you and ain't nobody gonna tell on you negro in that in that perspective you in my house and you come for something to celebrate me and my people you better have you some straight act right because if you don't i'm gonna be the one shooting it's just it's, it's just that because I'm, I'm in my place to do so. I'm in my home. You get out of line in my home, like, I, I put you back in line. Well, but they was but they was in a rental home. But I, but I, that's what I'm saying. I'm just Y'all messing it up for the Airbnb. For those of us who like to use Airbnb, I'm just saying y'all messing it up. Uh. Shots out for the Airbnb on St. Louis with my sister said. That was a wonderful Ooh, Airbnb. Wait, Adam, you had yeah. that going on. Y'all, it was this place that yeah, yeah, it, it, they they right as rain. It's it's cool. Yeah, yeah. that part it's right cool. there is right as rain. Couldn't get no better. <sighs> nice area, nice house, nice neighborhood. It was off the meter, and it was set up just like a hotel. I mean, they had everything that a hotel would have. It was nice. I was mad. I ain't stay there. <laughs> I need to move out of my house and move over here to <laughs> Y'all, I was like, maybe I just need to come here and live. Just can they just let it be an extended place where I just pay them? Like it was Dude. the neighbors upstairs, apparently they were supposed to be supposedly a little noisy, but I didn't hear them because I was asleep. Yeah, it was it was it was it was it was a nice 
nice spot, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's that's why I like going back to Houston because there's some nice spots in Houston that's quiet, you know, and, and just well to do. I just, you know, that's my backyard, so. <laughs> that's my backyard, so. Hey, but is, I sure is. wish people would stop uh shooting at the party, though. That would be nice. Listen, that's why I don't have no party. And I know a lot of people. And and my thing is, like, I don't invite everybody to my space because I want it to be my my place of peace and sanctuary. Like, like my sister, my co-host, when she came here to Missouri, like, she's the only person that I have riding with me. We like had her I, too. I, I like I, yeah, we did. I don't let nobody ride with me. I don't I I'm not that type of guy. I'm like I don't have to have a whole bunch of people with me to feel comfortable. I like like it was it was crazy because I had to go pick up her friend at eleven o'clock at night and this nigga talking to me like <laughs> Oh yeah, you go see it now. Go see it. Go see it now. Go see it all out. Talking to me like he didn't know me, and I'm like, nigga, why don't you shut the hell up? Cause I really am tired and sleepy and don't want to be bothered, and I don't want to ask a hundred and one questions at eleven o'clock at night. I turn off my mind at five. You are already seven hours too late. <laughs> I'm like, man. But I talk too much though. I'm like, man, shit. Up talking to me, man. But I talk too much. Oh yeah, you just remind me of something. <laughs> okay, like, all right. Okay, we gonna get back on subject, man. Look, like girl, man, can you leave me the hell alone? <laughs> he was talking a lot, wasn't he, dude? I'm just gonna tell you, you talking a lot. He was talking like a female, man. I didn't want to hear all that, man. Like, I'm a straight straight dude. I'm like, hey, I'm going to say what I got to say, and I'm going to leave it alone. He kept talking, y'all. He kept talking. I'm like, my God, man. I, I'm like, uh, what is this? What is that? Why is this? And how far is it? Nigga, sit back, shut the hell up, and ride. Nigga, it's midnight. Like, yeah. Yeah, we pulled, out of, we pulled out of my house at like 11.45 to get there at 12. So we could pick the guy up, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, my my co-host, my sister, she was like, "Uh, you want me to go send him a uh 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 uh, uh, uh Uber uh, Uber?" I was like, "No, I was like, that's taxi, you know, that's that's taxi. I don't want you to have to trip off your pocket like that. Nah, we we go grab him, you know what I'm saying?" But he and kept dude, talking though. Yeah, he kept yapping. I'm like, man, dude. But I talk too much, y'all. Like, dude, shit. I know I talk a lot. I'm very verbose, but this dude was talking at midnight. Hey, I'm like, dude, dude, I don't want to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm yeah, now, listen. So, this is what happened. This is what happened when you do some raunchy shit. I'm just going to tell you, listen, when you do raunchy shit to people, all this back shit come out. So, you was doing a whole bunch of talking about what you didn't like or what this, that, and the third, or what, what you assessed. Let me tell you what we assessed. Yeah. But we didn't say nothing to you. Right. We picked you up at 12 o'clock at night and you was talking. You was talking so much and we wanted to tell you, like you said to me, do you ever shut the fuck up? Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. And like I say, the killer part about that, I ain't that nice. I'm like, I, I'm. I was in the back seat. I, I was in I'm the back trying. seat giving an eye roll. I was trying Man. to tell fire don't go out. Man, <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't even like guys sitting next to me in cars. So you already in the wrong place. You started off in the wrong place. My sister was being nice. I I would have had her rather had her up front because she's a woman. She's supposed to be in the front, nigga. You're supposed to be in the back, but because I don't like men behind my back in my car, that's why she, he let me go and, she, and get by. And she know that. That's why she climbed in the back and this talkative Negro is next to me up here talking about nothing at eleven, twelve o'clock at night. I'm this like, what happened when you hold people shit hostage? Not man, all, not stuff man, coming out, stuff coming out because you affected a whole bunch of people because you held some people shit hostage. Man. We know you listen. We know you listen now because you let man. it slip that you listen sometimes. So now you hearing all this stuff. Man, I like I was trying you to be nice. Some shit hostage. You held some shit hostage. You I, shouldn't I, have I, held. Okay. I, I was trying. I was trying to be nice, man. But that my 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 night scope started to decline very fast because, like I said, it's twelve o'clock at night, bro. I don't want to talk to you at twelve o'clock at night. My 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 hours for business is like Big Red from the Five Heartbeats from nine to five. <laughs> from nine to five. What's my hours, Flash? From nine. And we was finished. We was finished, but we was we had we had to go pick. Okay, uh, so if you're listening, when you was assessing what all you didn't like about me, now it's coming out because you yeah. held some shit hostage. You I shouldn't do. have held. No, you do. held some stuff hostage. You shouldn't have held something hostage. Yeah, we ain't gonna tell y'all the whole story, but. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm I'm gonna just gonna rock it like this because I know I can say what I want, and any repercussions will come from uh the afterthought. And after this program is closed down, then I will get yelled at. But I'm here to tell you right now, man, your reputation is shot horrible. Period. Because of what you done. And you know who you are. I ain't even got to say no names. But if I was released right now to say names, I would go ahead and put you on blast. But because I have so much respect for this person that I call my sister and my co-host, I'm not going to open my mouth and say your name. But you already know who you are. And right now, your name is Mud, Dirt, and Dirt. Flat. Period. And we know you gonna say you don't care, but we know that you do care. But the whole the whole demographic is if she was to release me from what for what I want to say to you, I would go ahead and just put you on blast right just right on social media and just tear your name to shreds. Because I know people who can do it and also I can do it. You know what I'm saying? And and you'll feel how she feels when it comes to having to answer to somebody that doesn't have their product to give to their people when they told them that they was going to do something. Then you will understand. 
But see, you don't understand right now because you ain't in the point of losing nothing. And word to the wise, I'm going to tell you like this. If you ain't never did nothing like that before, don't say you have the ability to do it. Just say, I ain't never done it and move on and let somebody else capitalize on it. Period. We know he going to act like he don't know what we're talking about. But you it know what we're talking about. Yeah, it don't even it don't even matter. It don't even matter. Because I know at least five people <laughs> in Houston <laughs> that know the whole scope of it. And this is just an outsider that's not in Houston right now speaking on her behalf, too. So we got six people, <laughs> if not more, that are tied to this. And we all know. And if I wanted to really wreck you, I'll tell you. I, I just say what it is, but <clears throat> you ain't gonna have a lot of respect from people who you say you love. Period. period. Yeah, I, she I, she I haven't said anything way. to me yet, but her husband was supposed to tell her. Yeah, I, I, I can put it to you just like that. From the people you love, you ain't gonna get no respect when you've been trying to win that respect. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's, that's pretty shy. Like so, because she the one, she the one suggested you. <clears throat> so that's pretty shy right there. Just in case you want to know, because she was always asking me how you could regain that. Mm -hmm. So in case you want to know, that's shy. Yep. Pretty, that's um, pretty shy. Yeah. So so take your other uh private people that you have on in your life and all your Nick Cannon twelves. <laughs> Oh, that's right. And and try to work on it with them. Oh yeah, Cause, that's right. Cause cause everybody else is through. Yeah. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> and word to the wise, you talk too much. God bless you. <laughs> it's time for us to get out of here. <laughs> We know you listen, see, because you let us know that you listen. So this is for you. You know who you are. Mm. I don't I like think, let me tell you, the only thing I'm kind of mad at is I ain't get my brownstone. We were supposed to get a brownstone. <sighs> that was probably a lie, though, because we lie a lot. <sighs> God bless you. But you got one friend. You got one friend left in Missouri, though. You got one that? friend. You got who one friend. Who was that? Who was that? The one told me I was crazy. <laughs> 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 told me they, I was crazy on neighbor behalf. They, they, they friend. They ain't they friend. That that friend operates under the authority of 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 what on the co-host of Fire under this show. That they, <laughs> no, he has nobody. Not not here. <laughs> not here. So I, I was just yeah. We we can't tell you everything to happen, but just know that. You need to just know now you're hearing it all. No, nah, you ain't hearing it all because there's some other stuff I would say. But oh yeah, well. Yeah, you ain't nowhere near hearing it all. This is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm just playing nice. 
because ain't nobody released me yet. Once they do, then I I'll let you know. Really, we be trying to go do like a Michelle Michelle Obama. When they go low, we go high. That's what we be trying to do. That's what she tries to do. I'm not like like I, this situation works like the police. I'm not no snitch, but I will laugh. She's the good person. I'm the more uh I'm finna attack your throat type of situation and treat you like that's and and, and and it just it just works that way for me. I'm good with that. Because yeah. I can I can make you re- be really small in people's eyes and where you won't get nothing done because the funny thing about it is like you don't know who knows who or where. <laughs> and you know, like I say, that that's crazy in itself because hey, you look, I'm so sure glad I didn't help them with the learning curve they needed for their new job with the stuff on networking. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that would have been some more time that you, you had know, to put in. Yep. Yep. And you was kept asking me to come help because you knew I knew how to do that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Well, what, what, what mama and daddy tell you? Don't burn bridges. Yeah, well. If you burn that one and set it on fire and it exploded. With... You about as bad as a little boy putting the flammable stuff in the balloon, wasn't he? Right, right. Here's you. Like, are Maybe you his... he hear voices. Are you his daddy? <laughs> Maybe he hear voices too. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's. Maybe that's what his. You know, he said he had issues. Maybe that's what they are. He hear voices too. I don't know. I, I know. hear the secrets that you keep when you're talking <laughs> in your sleep. <laughs> Oh, let's get out of here. We we don't need to we don't need to get this boy any more time. We don't need to give him any more time. Oh, hey, you, can, you 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 can hit us up on our platforms. You better say something. So we'll go ahead. Uh, uh, no, uh, uh, go ahead. Let's go. We don't need to get this boy any more time. We don't. We don't. You can hit us up on any platform, man. You can check us out on Google Music, Apple Podcasts. You can hear us up on iHeartRadio. We are everywhere. We are in all five continents. I thought it was four. I thought it was four. It decreases every every other episode. <laughs> we are all on seven continents, man. We're in multiple countries. You can check us out at insane rhetoric with a K.com. Insane rhetoric with a K.com. And just remember at midnight change is going to come and change needs to come for a whole lot of people really quickly because they will not be successful treating people any kind of way yeah. and think that you're going to get ahead. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. And karma is a son of a gun. It will come back and bite you. So, okay, so uh, listen, y'all can go look at our Facebook page too because um, so Bayface Playlist is celebrating the 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 spiritual season of Advent. Oh Lord. And so there's a playlist 
going on on Facebook. Not necessarily every day, but uh, many days throughout the month, there will be an upload of an addition to Faith Face playlist in celebration of Advent. And then, of course, you can go to our website, Insane Rhetoric, that's spelled with a K, InsaneRhetoric.com, and go to the She Shed. And there, at some point this month, will be a, a um, one of, you know, one song that is highlighted for the month. So, but on Facebook, you can get, go to Insane Rhetoric on Facebook, and you can hear um, different songs throughout the month. Cool. For Advent. Y'all do know what Advent is. Oh, they might not. Tell them what Advent is. So, yeah, uh, let me do the short version. Okay, so Advent is typically typically celebrated in, say, like the Catholic or Anglican Church. Um, and it is the whole, um, the month of December. And it is meant to be a and and the word the word in and of itself uh describes what it is so advent is like you know it's the anticipation of the beginning of mm-hmm. okay so in and and the season of advent is the anticipation of the birth of Christ it is the um a season of of um Thinking about love, transition, hope, joy. Right, um, right. You're you're anticipating all of that, but you're also assessing all of that. Right. And um, and then Christmas comes, mm-hmm. and so um, I t- I've told y'all many times I was Episcopalian, and so that was the one thing that my mother actually loved about Christmas was the Advent season because that's when you began to start in church. Not only are you assessing these things of hope and love and joy and peace in the church and your prayers and your in in um your Bible studies and church services, this is what is going on. This is what is being taught. Love, hope, peace, you know, joy, all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when the, a lot of the Christmas carols start being sung, right? right. And so, uh, so you have so you have Advent, then you have Kwanzaa, then you have all this leads up to you know. Well, you have Hanukkah too. The Jewish I, people I, are celebrating I, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. I forgot about Hanukkah because Kwanzaa right. is coming after Christmas. Right. Exactly. But so, all this, all this leads up to Fish Fry Friday. Yeah. All this leads in the Baptist church, we're going to get some, going to get some fish fry. No, Everybody else do. No, that's the Catholic, the Catholic church. About, the Catholic, Catholic church. church. No, yeah. So all this leads up to Fish Fry Friday, meaning what is that? That's the point of Lent, where you just eat fish and you well, that, that's a, yeah, yeah that's yeah. on Easter that's, that's Easter. coming up to Easter that's all that's the biggest event of the year for, for Christians and any religious movement who celebrates who Jesus is that's the biggest event so yeah all those events lead well, up to that so in my family it was you you know Advent and my mother actually just really loved Advent and she loved the Christmas carols and all of that 
and my father loved Christmas too. And so, and so there's all these traditions as in any family, there's all these traditions that happened, but like you, but we would go our culmination of Advent and our family, we would go all these things we would do, which there was some fish being fried on Christmas Eve. That's all I'm saying. It's going to be some fish cooking. I don't know how my mama did it because she had asthma and she would be cooking that fish for my dad and then she would go have to go to bed. But uh, but uh, then we would go to Midnight Mass. Yep. And that was when you would go at midnight to church. And sometimes then you'd go home and go to sleep, get some sleep, and then you'd go back at regular time for church on Christmas Day. Yep, yep. But so, uh, so we went on the, Christmas Eve. In, 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 the, in the Baptist church, the only midnight mass you going to have, the Baptist church, the Kojic church, is watch night. Is watch night. <laughs> it is watch night. Unless you have a geriatric, uh, unless you have a geriatric uh, community, parish, yeah, uh, in the congregation. Then watch night gonna not gonna be at midnight. Nah, it won't be. It's gonna end at like seven, eight o'clock at night. Right, because <laughs> they got to get home. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have Man. a watch night at y'all church? Uh, we usually do. I haven't did one in years, but uh, we usually do. We do something. We, uh, we bring it uh, in because like. Pentecostals and freaking uh uh Church of God in Christ. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I now Baptists, I don't know too much. I don't know if uh, we usually do that too much, but uh Pentecostals, uh Pentecostal Apostolic and Church of God in Christ, Church of Our Lord. Uh yeah, they they gonna watch that year come in. <laughs> I be somewhere asleep. Yeah. I used you know what I used to watch the uh I used to watch the uh ballroom dancing competitions but mm. they don't they don't do it anymore at mm. least they don't maybe they don't televise it anymore yeah, but right. but you but know I, uh, P- PBS might have it cuz you know PBS people sleep on PBS they like, wouldn't P- put it I, that's where I would watch it from Oh okay okay <laughs> I would watch it from there and I I don't see it anymore cuz Jasmine God did it for a long time but uh, but anyway, okay. I'm sorry. You was trying to take us out of here. Oh no, it's all good. I got off on a tangent. It's all good. You told y'all the other day that I re- I learned that I have ADD. Well, I have something because I have to keep up with the stories and put them all in chronological order. <laughs> well, somebody uh, told me I was Dory, but he talked too much. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> moving, on. <laughs> moving on. Okay, God, you start taking us out of here. Come so, on, go ahead. Listen, you can hit us up on any platform Facebook, Twitter, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, iHeartRadio, whatever. Just remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric because this is what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. This is how we do it. This is what we do. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so just remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace. Bye, y'all. Thank you for joining us on this Rewind Wednesday. 
Don't forget to come back and join us on Free Fall Friday. But until then, just remember to enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric.